0: Those were the sounds of New Orleans in real life.
1: (laughs) We are broadcasting to you live from New Orleans. Well, we've recorded it, but (laughs) yeah, we're in New Orleans this week.
0: We are so thrilled to be here. Neither of us have ever been here. And it's so fun so far.
1: Yeah, we are really excited to be doing a show uh, while we're in the place that we're talking about. Yeah. So we hope you're excited to be here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that we came to New Orleans for was definitely the food.
0: <laughs> that was like 85% of the reason why we chose to come here.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe higher. Um, surprisingly, though, I've heard the McDonald's has really good New Orleans food.
0: I don't believe that. No,
1: it's true. <laughs> They have um, this burger that you can get that comes with its own uh, Mardi Gras beads. It's called a French Quarter Pounder.
0: Oh, that's stupid!
1: <laughs> that was actually the dad joke for this week.
0: <laughs> that was so dumb, and I'm sad I didn't see through that earlier.
1: <laughs> Let's go, Lundbergs.
2: We have the world to see with your host
0: mike
2: and Haley. for travel advice you've never heard let's
1: go lundbergs
0: this is so fun i love that we're talking about new orleans while we're in new orleans i know right
1: it's great <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is great so fun um so one thing that we are really looking forward to about this trip um partially because neither of us have been here we don't have a ton of experience with the city Um, we're doing a couple walking tours while we're here and we've done this in other places too. We did, um, we did a couple in Paris. We did some in Las Vegas of all places. Um, Mm -hmm. but they're, they're just fun. It's, um, you know, we're going to be eating a lot of garbage and fried food while we're here. So it's good (laughs) to get out and walk a little bit and see the city with Mm -hmm. your feet. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Walk between the fried food places basically is the plan.
0: (laughs) Basically. That's pretty much how this is going to go. So there's a couple options out there. One that um, there's a lot of different tours that they offer. It's actually called free tours by foot, Um, and I think I mentioned this with Paris too. The tour itself is technically free, um, but the tour guides do ask for a tip at the end of the tour, Um, and it's kind of a pay-as-you-want type of tour, which is really nice. If if they do a great job, you could give them a great tip if they if you weren't impressed you can give them a lousy tip and it's just kind of however you're feeling but they've got um they've got food tours which that sounds great um they have tours of the garden district they have tours of the french quarter obviously um they've got we're doing a haunted tour tonight like a ghost tour (laughs) and i'm really excited about that um also because it's like so close to halloween i feel like it's going to be even more spooky so that's going to be really fun. And again, they're free. Um, You can reserve them online. It's super easy. And then you just pay, um, obviously pay cash at the end of your tour. Um, Another thing that I also found, Groupon has a ton of tour options. If you're not, if you're not a fan of um, risking it with a free tour company, Groupon has lots of great options. We're actually doing another paid tour um, of one of the cemeteries that I'll talk about a little bit later, but um, I went through Groupon to book that because it was significantly cheaper to buy a Groupon and then pay for the tour that way. Um, I think it was about half the cost, which was great. Um, and then and another totally free option, um, there are self-guided tours out there online. We're, we're going to do one. We're kind of, we're doing a medley of tours. We're doing one free tours by foot. We're doing one through Groupon. And then we're also doing a self-guided tour that I just found On the internet some guy um, some local to new orleans posted his um kind of his places to see within the garden district and again that's totally free because that's all online um and you can access it all on your phone which is great
1: yeah we're big on walking tours it teaches us about the places that we're visiting and the history of it and we just enjoy them a lot so yeah definitely check out some of the walking tours in new orleans
0: and you don't have to do three we're a little crazy and we're doing three in three days (laughs) uh you don't have to be that crazy even just one walking tour would be would be awesome just pick the one that you're the most interested in yeah Uh,
1: another great thing to do in new orleans uh, museums there's no shortage of museums to go see i think the big ones that people want to definitely want to check out though is number one The National World War II Museum is in New Orleans. And yes, national. It's been designated (laughs) by the United States Congress as the United States National World War II Museum.
0: Which it seems like such a weird place for a World War II museum. I mean, I guess they could put it wherever they want. It just, I don't think of New Orleans as World War II history, central.
1: Well, buckle up. Let me tell you why. Oh, (laughs) great. Okay.
0: That was not a planned segue
1: either. It wasn't. So... (laughs) Um, the World War II Museum in New Orleans opened in the year 2000. It originally opened as the D-Day Museum and focused on the D-Day landings. Now, the D-Day landings were uh, carried out in the Higgins boat. And guess where the Higgins boat was manufactured?
0: In New Orleans. Yes. Oh, In New
1: Orleans. And so that is why... This museum was in New Orleans. Also, oh. Stephen Ambrose—you heard of him?
0: Should I have heard of him?
1: <laughs> Stephen Ambrose, uh, like, writes some um, pop history um, about World War II. Oh, I thought um, he was
0: like a general like, in no, World like, War II. Like,
1: flag, like he wrote like I think he wrote like "Flag of Our Fathers" uh, and I've a bunch of, of those other books like that. Okay. He is from New Orleans, and he oh. was a big proponent of opening this museum there. So it opened up in 2000 as the D-Day Museum. And then three years later, Congress was like, hey, they're doing a great job down there. Let's just make it the National <laughs> World War II
0: Museum.
1: <laughs> and that's what they did. And it's now associated with with the Smithsonian.
0: Which is awesome.
1: Yeah. And it's a really great museum. You can spend lots of time there. You could spend the whole day or even possibly multiple days there. Mm-hmm. Um, the museum mainly focuses on the United States and the Allies' contributions to um, World War II and... Uh, winning victory in Europe. So uh, that is definitely something to look into.
0: And it's worth noting too, tickets to the World War II Museum are about $27. Um, Totally worth the cost, but just something to, if you're trying to do New Orleans on a budget, just something to factor into your um, overall price for the trip.
1: Yeah, it's not the cheapest thing you'll do there probably. But,
0: but... But it's definitely something you could fill your whole day with or multiple days yeah, for that matter. A
1: great opportunity. Um, another museum worth visiting is the Mardi Gras Museum.
0: <laughs> I'm excited about that one.
1: Yeah, it just gives you, again, the history of Mardi Gras. Um, you know, learn about the parades and the floats and the crew. I think that's what they're called, mm-hmm. the, the groups that put on these parades. Mm-hmm. Um, a one-hour tour for the Mardi Gras Museum is $20, and tours run every 30 minutes. And uh, it should be really great. I'm looking forward to that one.
0: Yeah, I think we're doing that one tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and you can, It's from what I understand, it's just in like a giant warehouse and you can see all the floats and they talk about the history of Mardi Gras on the tour, I believe. And it's probably, (laughs) it sounds funny, we just talked about walking tours and this is another tour, but I don't think it's extensive. I don't think you're going to be walking miles on this tour. I think it's just walking like around a warehouse <laughs> with a guide. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm excited about that one. Me too. Um, another, I hinted at this earlier, so I didn't realize until I started planning this trip that um, there are a lot of cemeteries in New Orleans. And I guess I should have known that or thought about that, but it just wasn't something that was on my radar. Um, but one of the walking tours we're doing, the one that we booked through group on, um, we're doing a tour of the St. Louis Cemetery Number One. Um, there are multiple St. Louis cemeteries, so don't mix them up. Um, from what I understand, the St. Louis Cemetery Number One is like the most popular of the cemeteries. Um, it's it's pretty central. Um, it's not very far from the center of the city, um, and the, the interesting thing to note about this cemetery specifically is that you have to go with a tour group. You can't just walk in on your own. Um, apparently a few years ago, they had some issues with graffiti. And so the Catholic diocese that's over the cemetery um, had to start limiting it to tour groups. So um, that's why we're doing a walking tour, because we want to see the cemetery and I've heard it's cool. And all the cemeteries too, because the water table is so high in New Orleans, Um like all the all the graves are above ground which kind of makes it creepy and cool and yeah the history is it's just really interesting it's probably different than cemeteries anywhere else Mm -hmm. um that you're gonna see so and then the um the other cemetery that i'm kind of bummed and i don't think we're gonna get to it this trip we're only here for three days but um the lafayette cemetery it's over in the garden district um it's, they've filmed a lot of movies there. Um, like I think Interview with the Vampire was filmed Ooh. there. Um, anyway, it's, it's very, it's, I, from what I hear, it's similar to the St. Louis Cemetery, number one, um, maybe a little more pic- picturesque, um, just because they filmed so many movies there, but, um, also a really cool place to see, I'm sure. And that one you can just walk in on your own. There's no, um, you don't have to be with a tour group. You can you can just wander there on your own if you want. Yeah.
1: Named for America's favorite fighting Frenchman.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Lafayette. <laughs> now yep. you do. Now you do his part. I
0: don't. I can't. <laughs> Jackson could. Yeah, he could.
1: <laughs> so one thing about New Orleans definitely, jazz music. That was another reason that I was excited to go. I was like, okay, when we go to New Orleans, I just want to go to, like, a really cool jazz club and just hear some, like, really authentic New Orleans jazz. And
0: I think we're going to three. Yeah. <laughs> Walking tours and jazz clubs That's mm-hmm. and food. That's basically what this trip is.
1: Yeah. So if you go to New Orleans and you want to hear good, authentic, real jazz, Preservation Hall is a good place to start. Yeah. Preservation Hall is located in the French Quarter and it's basically, it operates as a nonprofit, and its mission is to uh, preserve, protect, and perpetuate traditional New Orleans jazz. And uh, they have shows nightly, I believe, isn't that right? They have
0: yeah, shows every night. I think it's every night. And they do like 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, I think it's every hour from 5 to 10 p.m.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, if not every night, almost every night.
1: Yeah, and it sponsors like a touring band called the Preservation Hall Jazz Band, and they've performed at Carnegie Hall and uh, the Hollywood Bowl, um, UN headquarters. Like it's Preservation Hall is a big deal. Um, Louis Armstrong said, "Preservation Hall." Now that's where you'll find all the greats. (laughs) So that one's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, Also, uh, the Spotted Cat. (laughs) which I just love the name. It's another jazz club. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, is that, that's the one that's on Frenchman street? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely another great place to go for jazz music. And any, I guess if you just walk along Frenchman Street.
0: Yeah. We haven't done it yet, but from what I, from what I've heard from other people, honestly, you can just walk up and down Frenchman street. You hear somebody playing while you're walking down the street and just pop into the, to the bar or the club, whatever, wherever they're playing. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure anything, any any group that's playing on, on any of the restaurants or um, bars on Frenchman Street is going to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm.
1: And y- you know what I'm really tempted to do? What? Wear my Utah jazz hat while I'm walking <laughs> around going you to could. jazz clubs. <laughs> you very well could. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Um, another cool thing karaoke.
0: Mike is so thrilled about this. I am so
1: excited about karaoke at Cajun's Pub. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, this was a place I think I found it on Yelp, um had great reviews and everybody was saying you have to do karaoke at Cajun's Pub. They said that the food is really good too, but just the atmosphere and the vibe at Cajun's Pub. Um I believe it's also in the French Quarter. Um They've just said it's it's great and it's super fun. Mike is beyond excited yeah, for that.
1: I'm a karaoke <laughs> fool. so <laughs>
0: I, like, I basically went out of my way to find this place because Yay. I knew Mike would love it.
1: I have a good wife.
0: Yep. It's going to be great. I'm <laughs> really excited. Um, so food. That was another thing um, we said at the beginning. A big reason why we decided to go to New Orleans. Well, a big reason was we found cheap airfare. Um, story of our life. Why else would we go there? Um, but we're also really excited about the food. Um, a couple restaurants that we want to recommend to start with, um, there's a place called the Ruby Slipper, which is just a cute name. And I, they have several locations around New Orleans. Um, but their breakfast apparently is out of this world. They have bananas, foster French toast Mm. that like, I can't stop thinking about. (laughs) I'm really (laughs) excited about that. Um, and yeah, it sounds like the lines or the wait can get pretty long, especially on like a Saturday or a Sunday morning for breakfast. But I think if you go during the week and if you're there early enough, um, you shouldn't have a problem. But everybody has said, too, that it's totally worth the wait. Um, another place that is a little bit... And Ruby Slipper, from what I saw online, their, their prices are pretty cheap. It's, it looks like it's a lot of food. It's going to fill you up. And it's pretty inexpensive. On kind of the other end of the spectrum is a place called Commander's Palace. Um, And they, it's over um, in the Garden District. Actually, I don't think it's too far from the Lafayette Cemetery. Um, Lafayette? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, But they, so there's a dress code there, which again, opposite end of the spectrum. You, if you're,
1: you got to wear a shirt and shoes. <laughs>
0: yeah. And like if you're a man, you have to wear a jacket. And if you're there for dinner. Um, but they do have a dress code, so just something to be aware of. You can't just walk in in your jeans. Um, and if we're going on Saturday tomorrow, um, we've got a lunch reservation there. and and it would it is a good idea to make a reservation online beforehand. Um, I was I was actually trying to change our reservation a couple weeks ago, and I, I booked the reservation about a month ago, um, and I was trying to change it about two weeks ago, and everything was full. Like there was no there were no reservations left. So just again something to be aware of. Um, but they have something called turtle soup, and it's exactly what you would think it would be. <laughs> and everybody online says it's really good, and I am. Just, i am so conflicted so sad
1: for the poor I, little turtles i
0: want to try it but i don't want to eat a turtle <laughs> so that's where we're at it's
1: just flavored with turtle they just they make the soup and then the turtle swims around in it for a while i don't want that then... either
0: <laughs> i don't want that either i don't want turtle juices or uh, yeah anyway i'm scared of that but it's fine um And then I'm jumping around all over the place, but there's another place um, called Coop's Place (laughs) over in the French Quarter. Um, And it's, again, on the cheaper end of the spectrum, um, really inexpensive. And everything, any kind of food that you're expecting to find in New Orleans, you will find at Coop's Place. I also think it might be a bar, um, just as a heads up. But um, from what I read and from what I saw on their menu it's all really good sized food, um, just solid Cajun food. Um, and then the last place is, um, kind of mid range. Um, and this place also had really good reviews called Cornet. It's on Bourbon Street. Um, if you can get a table outside, it sounds like it has really great views of, um, kind of the French Quarter as a whole, um, which sounds really fun. And again, it's, it's a lot of Authentic Creole Cajun food um, the stuff you would expect to be eating in New Orleans yum (laughs) yep and we'll get into some more food we we interview in our interview um, we get into some more food stuff Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of food options
1: there are so with all these options and all these places to go you might be asking yourself hey how would we get around New Orleans well let me tell you (laughs) The streetcar. And uh, again, we, we learned that you call it the streetcar. Yep. <laughs> um, you can... Uh, probably the best way to use the streetcar is to get the Jazzy Pass, which I love <laughs> the name. That makes it sound like that you get to drive one of those little old I person know. scooters. That's
0: totally what it sounds like.
1: But yeah, the Jazzy Pass, um, it's $3 per day per person for unlimited access and trips on the streetcar.
0: Which is awesome. So
1: really good deal. And even better it's all done on your phone so you just show the driver the app hop on hop off enjoy your day
0: yeah and you can you can purchase your pass on your on your phone you just you show the the pass to your driver it's it's super slick mm-hmm. i'm i'm really excited about that yeah it's nice mm-hmm. um and then as far as places to stay in New Orleans, so, when I was researching, um, there were lots of Airbnb options. There were lots of hotel options right kind of in the center of the city. Um, but in my opinion, the true gems and the, the best places to stay were the actual bed and breakfast, so the, ac- the true the not the Airbnbs. Um, there are a plethora of options in the Garden District. Um, we are actually staying in the garden district not and the nice thing about the garden district too going back to the streetcar thing there is a streetcar that will take you from one of the main streets in the garden district straight to the french quarter so you it's super easy to get um, from if you're staying in the french or if you're staying in the garden district to get over to the french quarter and then get back on the streetcar Um, and yeah that that would be my number one recommendation wherever you stay Um, make sure that you are close to the streetcar line. Um, And there's, I think there's four of them. Um, But yeah, just something to keep in mind, no matter where you stay, because there's, there are lots of options for hotel, uh, traditional hotels or Airbnbs. Um, You can find something within your price range.
1: Yeah. Speaking of streetcars. Streetcar. It's time for Mike's recommended reading.
0: Yay! (laughs) And
1: I'm going to go with the obvious first and foremost and recommend A Streetcar Named Desire.
0: Confession, I didn't know that was a book.
1: It's not a book, it's a play.
0: Oh, okay. But you
1: can still read it because it's in, you know, reading form. (laughs) Um, It's a play by Tennessee Williams, considered one of the best plays of the 20th century. Won the Pulitzer Prize in 1948, I think, You can fact check me on that one. I might be wrong. I'm
0: not going to fact check you on that. Well,
1: I'm talking to the listeners. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's really just kind of like a great example of the Southern Gothic style of writing. Um, Takes place in New Orleans. uh, A classic in Southern uh, drama and literature. Um, I read it on the plane (laughs) and uh, at least started reading it on the plane. Um, So definitely if you want to get kind of a Like, really just get in the mood for being in New Orleans. I think that's a good one to start with. Um, Another one that I thought was interesting is uh, called Nine Lives, Death and Life in New Orleans.
0: It's about a cat.
1: No, it's not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. It's
1: about nine different people. Oh, fine. (laughs) Um, It's by a guy named Dan Baum, I think is how you say his name, who's a reporter. And I forget which newspaper he wrote for. I think it was one of the New York newspapers. But he went down uh, to New Orleans and covered... Uh, Katrina and the aftermath, mm. and he wrote this book about uh, nine different people in New Orleans and how their lives have been impacted by the hurricane, and um, basically what their what their lives are like. And it's hmm. um, just kind of a portrait of uh, the multifaceted people that you'll see living in New Orleans and how they've all been affected by uh, one crazy natural disaster. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds interesting. But yeah,
1: just a couple of short ones that I thought I'd throw out um, because this is going to be a fast-paced trip, so (laughs) don't know that there's going to be a lot of reading time for us. Nope.
0: No (laughs) reading time. We're going to be eating the whole time. Yep.
1: Sounds good. The whole trip. Mm -hmm. Eating and
0: walking (laughs) and jazz music. That's it. Yes. It's all we want. Um, And in preparation for this episode, we interviewed... um, It's funny. We both have connections to Amy. So she is a New Orleans native. Um, Her mom is my aunt's friend. And so that's how I got connected with her.
1: And I used to keep her in my basement. That's how I (laughs) know her.
2: That
0: sounds
1: so (laughs) sketchy. When I, I had a, before we got married, I had a roommate and we lived in a house and my roommate owned the house and he rented out the basement and it was like a separate apartment, and there were two girls that lived down there, and one of them was Amy, and I used to refer to them as the girls I keep in my basement.
0: Basically sounds like a dungeon.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: but it wasn't. So, um, yeah, she was super fun to talk to. We had a great time talking with her. Um, and here's that interview.
3: Hi, I'm Amy Gomez. Um, I'm a New Orleans native, born and raised here. I did a short Tent in Utah, um, but returned to my southern roots not that long ago, so I could fully enjoy all the South has to offer.
1: Yeah, one thing you should all know about Amy also is that she makes a great king cake. It's delicious.
3: It's a requirement for most natives.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So obviously, Amy, there are a lot of things to do in New Orleans. Um, But I'm sure there's a few things that, as a local, you would typically recommend to people to do, visiting for the first time.
3: Yeah, um, there's definitely a lot that New Orleans has to offer. Um, Depending on when you come, there's always seasonal things that are going on. Um, But for any time of year, um, if you really want to experience the city, um, whenever I have um, visitors come in, we always um, take the streetcar. Um, in San Francisco, you'd call it a trolley. Mm-hmm. Um, don't call it that here. <laughs> um, but it's it's rather cheap. I think it's now like a dollar twenty-five each direction. Oh, um, cool. But it's really nice going through the Garden District, which is um, really pretty views. It's got it kind of like oak tree-lined streets and beautiful mansions. And cool. I believe there's a like a tour guide it's not like a person but
2: mm-hmm. there's
3: books and things you can look up that will give you like the history of the area and you can do like a walking tour in those areas oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um and kind of like hop like if you get your ticket you can hop on and off the streetcar but um nice. it's original streetcars from back in the day so there's no ac in there um <laughs> the windows are wooden and slide up the benches are really fun you can it's just two of you you can sit normal on a bench or if you have four you can flip the seats and sit knee to knee and as long (laughs) as you don't get a little motion sickness it's really fun um gives you a chance to kind of go through the city uh kind of cheaply and at a leisurely pace um but people still use it as any other public transportation so you will have people you know who are on their way to work or school or whatever Mm -hmm. um so that's that's really fun just kind of day trip part of your day Mm um usually we head down to the french quarter um it's there's always something to experience down there Mm -hmm. um it's one of the the must-sees yeah um yeah and you know normally there's um riverboat rides are really popular with tourists Mm -hmm. um but they do cost (laughs) quite a bit yeah um it is it is an enjoyable experience. There's, you know, jazz music. They, you know, usually have some kind of entertainment. You go for a ride down the river. But there's also a ferry for us locals who are traveling back and forth across the river oh. that costs about $2 if you just want to ride on the river. Nice.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's good to know. Very nice.
3: So, yeah, you know, it's it's 2 bucks. You don't have to get off on the other side. You can just ride over and ride back. And, yeah. you know, it's not the same experience, but... It, you're on the river, you're on a boat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> same idea. It's,
3: it's as real as it's going to get. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. That, and the yeah, uh, uh, the streetcar sounds really cool, too. It sounds like it's, a, it's probably a lot cheaper than the one in San Francisco, too. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's possible. I have not been to San Francisco, so I couldn't give you a price point com- comparison. But um, yeah, it's yeah. it's fairly cheap. It's like bus fare most places. <laughs> yeah, I'll just tell
0: you right now, it's way cheaper yeah. than the one in San Francisco. <laughs> say if it's a dollar twenty five, then for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anything in San Francisco costs a dollar twenty five. No. So
3: <laughs> yeah, and the nice thing is it drops you off. Um, you know, if you depending on which direction, but when you're headed into the city, it mm-hmm. drops you off right on Canal Street, um, which. Is walking distance to the French Quarter to our um, aquarium which is awesome if anyone's traveling with kids I highly recommend the aquarium Um, you know it's probably average uh, aquarium prices (laughs) but we do have a really nice aquarium I'm not sure what the rank is now but for a long time we were like the number two aquarium in the nation that's cool Um, so it's it's a good experience you can spend most of the day there if you're here in the summers it's air conditioned, which <laughs> I cannot stress enough. Air conditioning is amazing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, so New Orleans, um, is definitely a foodie city. There, it's got its own food culture. What we are yes. so inexperienced as a local. What would you recommend, or like people's must-eats How long if is you're in? Shelf? you're right (laughs) we can edit so (laughs) (laughs) or you can just take the rest
3: of the time talking about food (laughs) and basically you could because anytime someone's coming to visit as soon as we work out when they're coming the next question is where are we eating yeah (laughs) Um, and we have a really unique um food culture here yeah um i didn't realize i did it until about a year ago when a coworker of mine who's not originally from New Orleans said, yeah, that's a real New Orleans thing. We like to have meals, and while we're having that meal, we discuss other meals we've had or we like to have. (laughs) So when you eat lunch, you discuss um, either what you've had other places that was really good or places you want to go later for dinner that are really good. That's
0: amazing.
1: Yeah. That sounds great.
0: (laughs) I want to start that here. Yeah.
3: You know, you you can eat your cafe Rio and be like, Oh my gosh, I just can't wait for dinner when we can eat this too. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We can go to brick oven or something.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, we, we love food. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're coming down here and you, um, or on a diet or watch your calories, just throw it out the window and don't think about it because basically you're going to put on like, depending on your stay, five pounds, 10 pounds. Just embrace (laughs) it. Yeah. It's your souvenir. That's
2: that's Um, my kind of vacation. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Definitely come to New Orleans to eat. Um, With uh, New Orleans restaurants, we have so many, like I, probably have not been to even 25% of the restaurants here because wow. there's just constantly restaurants opening and, you know, chefs, and we are a food food city. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are places like um, Commander's Palace is a really popular um, restaurant, and they're um, really nice, and it's a big, like, most tourists that come in are like, oh, I want to eat at Commander's House. Mm-hmm. Commander's Palace, like, is the type of restaurant they have a dress code Mm -hmm. like in the evenings i'm pretty sure gentlemen have to have like jackets on so it is a high price Mm -hmm. um restaurant but if there's a place like that that people um, want to eat i would recommend planning that into your vacation budget if you do such a thing um because you can always you know have that one like expensive meal Mm -hmm. but eat fairly reasonably for the rest of your time there and still experience it all because we do have a lot of foods that um are locally popular um dishes that are inexpensive like one of the um big dishes here is red beans and rice or gumbo and um i don't really have any recommendations for places to get those because you can Basically get it everywhere, yeah, and if you ask anyone where's the best, <laughs> every single person you ask will tell you a different story, yeah, <laughs> um, so dishes like jambalaya, gumbo, um red beans, and rice, if you are here, I recommend trying them they um you're not gonna find them anywhere else,
2: yeah even
3: if people claim they have it <laughs> um, but they are great local dishes, um, and most places fairly inexpensive um po boys are another thing that um must try my recommendation is uh, parkway tavern bakery um it's a little bit outside the city um, not very far but you could uber drive taxi there whatever mm-hmm. um but they're very popular have been around forever um great atmosphere you um anytime you go i've not once gone and walked directly up to the counter. There's always a line. Yeah,
2: <laughs> um,
3: and po'boys are essentially um, to relate to everyone else in the world. I was just uh, gonna
0: say, excuse my we- ignorance, but I don't. I know a po'boy is a sandwich, <laughs> but that's about all yeah, I know. I've heard
3: of them, but I don't really <laughs> yes. know what they are. <laughs> so people like to compare it, like, oh, it's like a a subway or hoagie. Okay. Yes and no. <laughs> we have. <laughs> Um, French bread here is different than French bread anywhere else because of our um, climate. Mm-hmm. And so w- good French bread to us is like a real airy, slightly dry bread with a good crust. A lot of okay. places like, I mean, when I buy French bread from the store, it's like that soft, mm-hmm. you know, you think it's like garlic bread, French bread. Yeah. Ours is a lot Um more airy on the inside and that is great because what we love most on our bread is um roast beef but it's not sliced roast beef it's um what a lot of places call debris so they take a roast and they cook it down for hours and hours and hours Mm -hmm. so it just kind of falls apart and, and creates this kind of almost gravy but not like a Thanksgiving gravy. Okay. So it's this kind of runny au jus juice, mm-hmm. and they just kind of pour that onto your bread so the bread soaks up the juices. It's a mess, but it's <laughs> one of the best things you'll ever eat.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, know the term dressed. If you want your po boy dressed, it's not coming in pants and a suit. It means you're going to have <laughs> lettuce, tomato, and mayo, and okay. pickles on your sandwich, Perfect. which is the best way. <laughs> you can customize, but just tell them you want it dressed, and you'll feel like a real native. Awesome. <laughs> and, I, I you know, wish if that...
0: you like... Oh, go ahead.
3: <laughs> what? Oh, I was going to say, but if you're not into roast beef, you know, I like fried shrimp. Some people oh. like fried oysters. There's several variations that are still just as delicious, but yeah, roast beef for me is where it's at.
0: I wish that you could, I wish that we were doing this interview like in person and you could see how big Mike's eyes got when you were talking about the roast beef. <laughs> it's <was> like, <laughs> Oh my
1: gosh. I haven't had breakfast yet. I'm getting hungry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Prepared to be salivating by the time we finish. <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> that that but, yeah, sounds um, amazing.
3: Yeah. And another, um, there's two places that I normally go beignet for beignets, oh, mm-hmm. which are um, a fried donut type mm-hmm. of food covered in powdered sugar. Um, I've had friends uh, say, oh, it's kind of like an American scone. Okay. And I was like, I guess you could. It's a square. <laughs> They're square donuts. Uh-huh. Um, and we fry them so they puff. If you've ever had a, a sopapilla. Um, uh it kind of reminds you a little bit of like that, but a little bit doughier. Um, and then we just douse it. And I mean, douse it in powdered sugar because (laughs) we don't count calories here. (laughs) Um, the, the real trick is learning, um, not to breathe in or out as you eat them. Um, (laughs) if not, you wear that badge of honor for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah. Um, yeah. We're, I'm not a coffee drinker, but Café Olay mm-hmm. um, goes quite well with mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that. But they also serve, you know, uh, chocolate milk or white milk with it. And um, Café Dumont is the probably most recognizable name. They're right in the French Quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also have a lot of, um, like, little freestanding locations throughout our city. So okay. if you're in the quarter, it's great atmosphere um it's outdoor seating they've got fans and a covered uh seating area Mm -hmm. you are dining um like you know inches away from people it's a lot like if you dine in new york Um, you also are dining with all of the pigeons so Ah. don't be alarmed if a pigeon flies by while you're eating It's, (laughs) it's very sanitary they keep them out of there but you know yeah you are outdoors um but the french quarter (laughs) location is nice because um there's always lots of street performers in the quarter Uh um so you can always hear musicians and shows going on right next to it yeah um but there's also a, a place called morning call which also has delicious beignets um and if you venture over to city park during your stay they have a location in the park so you can Eat at Morning Call in City Park, or you can oh. eat at Cafe du Monde down in the quarter. Um, you can eat them every morning. They're delicious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great.
3: <laughs> um, you know, it's always a good time for a donut. Yeah.
1: Oh, definitely.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> um, if you come in the summer months, um, my absolute must have for all of my friends is a snowball. Oh. Um, it's is it
2: like uh, a comparable
3: snowball? to. <laughs> a new orleans snowball is very comparable to hawaiian shaved ice as oh, compared to uh, a snowball you would have in a snowball fight okay <laughs> oh, okay um we spell it without the w that distinguishes oh. it enough i guess okay <laughs> <laughs> um but we um a lot of places make their own syrups for the snowballs my Top two recommendations um, closer to the city is Mm Hanson's. I think this year was their 78th or 79th year in business. Um, There's always a line out the door for them, but Mm -hmm. they move quickly. Um, And in the summer months, nothing's nicer than a giant snowball, icy, sweet, delicious. Um, You can get them uh, assortment of flavors. Uh, Hanson's has some fun flavors that I've tried, like lavender and Ooh. ginger. <laughs> They've also got like a limeade punch. So all kinds of flavors your heart could desire. You can yeah. also get them like stuffed with ice cream or topped with, um, sweet condensed milk. Oh, yeah. So you could have a different snowball every day. And in the summer, you probably will feel like it cause <laughs> It's slightly hot and slightly yeah. humid here, and by slightly I mean extremely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I mean, on that note, I mean, I'm sure there's good there's good seasons to visit New Orleans, and maybe not so good seasons. Um, is there a time you would recommend just saying, "Don't go at all"? Or,
3: um, well, August is the hottest month of the year, usually okay. end of July, August. Um, there are Things to do to tempt people to come. If you are um, a snowbird and you just can't handle the heat, don't come then. You'll okay. die. <laughs> <laughs> it's just those days when it's like, if you've ever heard of heat being oppressive, mm-hmm. like it's very oppressive. Like, yeah, there's a reason people don't go out when the sun's
2: out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: it's, it's, it's definitely hot and humid. There's days when you uh, will be out and you're sweating and that feeling you just basically feel like damp all day yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, that you just stepped out the shower feeling mm-hmm. just with your clothes on all day long. Oh, so yeah. that's why we love AC so much. Um, <laughs> and there is definitely ways you can kind of enjoy your time. Um, yeah. It, it is oppressively hot mm-hmm. um, those months also um, keep in mind when you're booking travel especially with recent events July through November is hurricane season yeah. and so we have we aren't necessarily like experiencing hurricanes every year necessarily get hit I mean we did have Katrina which was you know monumentally yeah. disastrous yeah. but it's not like we you know live here I'm like I could probably count on my hand the number of times I've actually evacuated for a hurricane. Mm -hmm. Um, But it does bring a lot of rain and wind. And so if you're traveling during those months, just be aware that your plans might have to change slightly because of weather. Um, It doesn't necessarily mean you'll have to cancel your trip. Like, don't freak out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But those are months where... That's a possibility. Yeah, um a most, good thing
0: to be aware of. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And most hurricanes, like, while the season does run that whole time, kind of August, September is when they're most active. Like, okay. we just had, um, oh, this is embarrassing. I can't even remember the name of it. The one um, just hit, like, last weekend. <laughs> um, but that, the fact that we had a hurricane in October was kind of rare. Yeah. Because most of them are kind of dying down by this point. Okay. Um so kinda of be aware of that. Um great time to visit if you um wanna really experience uh true New Orleans is Mardi Gras season. Um, oh, yeah. you are gonna have probably a little bit higher prices on travel just because it is a major tourist season.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> um but Mardi Gras is a really fun time to be here. Um I know if it's a bad rap. <laughs> um <laughs> I I definitely had um, people I met in college who kind of a little judgmentally were like, You go to Mardi Gras. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) but, um, it's really not what a lot of people portray Mardi Gras to be. Yeah. Um, Down in the quarter, um, Bourbon Street is an area where if you like to party, and I mean party. That's where you want to be. But most people, other than tourists, don't really hang out down there. It's a lot of um, bars and things, and yeah. that's where most of the wild stuff is going on. Um, so the rest of Mardi Gras, which is a lot of the city, is really families. Um, yeah. Is you know there there are people drinking because as a city, we like food and they also like beverages. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um
3: so so there are people drinking but um most people are not obnoxious or vulgar. Yeah. Um there are kids out it's um people dress up in costumes of all the time and so yeah. it's kind of like a giant Halloween party. <laughs> um, it's a great time. Um and the week uh leading up to Mardi Gras there's usually um parades every weekend um for probably at least two weeks before. Um so if you're coming in, don't want to come for the main event, which is an all day experience, um there are definitely parades you can see um without being here Mardi Gras day. Um yeah, and there's there's lots of um sites to see. You can catch some beads. I highly recommend if you're (laughs) if you're ever in the city and really want some beads, um, don't go to the tourist trap uh, stores who charge you like I don't know something ridiculous like five bucks for a pair of beads.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Just find a New Orleanian and ask them if they have any Mardi Gras beads because they'll happily <laughs> give you some. Yeah, we catch them for free, right. and then people buy them for like ten bucks yeah. a pair, and we're like, wow. why?
2: Yeah. Um.
3: But yeah, Mardi Gras season's really great. It is never the same date every year so if you are planning a trip just just google Mardi Gras in the year it'll tell you the date Um, and that time of year is great because starting um, on King's Day in January all the way through Mardi Gras King cake season Mm -hmm. and so you can sample King cakes all over the place a lot of the bakeries here will um, have those available every day buy the truckload Mm -hmm. Um, some places even sell them by the slice um there's a (laughs) there's a restaurant um, called the butcher Mm -hmm. which is attached to a really nice restaurant but um this fresh deli, which i have um taken to bringing all of my friends to because it's just (laughs) the best like i mean they are legitimately a butcher and like everything is just so fresh and so good But they do a, I think they call it the Elvis. Mm -hmm. It's a king cake with peanut butter, bananas, and bacon on top. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't just go for just a plain king cake, which I guess I should explain. King cake is um, like a brioche-style bread that's traditionally um, cinnamon, like kind of like a giant Ring of cinnamon rolls, yeah. and then they cover it in different frostings. Some people are traditionalists and just put um, colored granulated sugar on top. Mm-hmm. Others do a like a glaze type icing with sugar, colored sugar, mm-hmm. um, and then some people even have like a almost buttercream type frosting on top. And everyone will tell you a different place has the best, <laughs> and each one has a different type of frosting.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: so I would recommend just going to town um and experimenting and of course as the years have gone on people have gotten more and more uh adventurous and experimental and so you know there's a place that does banana foster stuffed king cake or oreo stuffed king cake um (laughs) we have a a sausage here called boudin it's a a spicy pork sausage Mm -hmm. um and there's even a place that does boudin stuffed king cake, which wow. uh, is reminiscent of a kolache, which is just magnificent. Wow. They do a, that a cane syrup glaze on top and, oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I love that we circled back to food, yeah. by the way. It's, basically, in New Orleans, everything circles back to food. That's awesome. <laughs> no matter what you do. I feel
0: great about that. <laughs>
1: well uh amy any kind of like final thoughts or on general advice or tips you have for visiting new orleans you've
0: been you've given us a ton this has been awesome (laughs) (laughs) um just
3: come for fun like it's a really (laughs) great city um there really is not another city quite like this um Mm -hmm. i would say um eclectic is what we are there's (laughs) all sorts of people from all sorts of walks of life. Um, and it's generally true for most of the South. Like people are just, people are nice a lot of places, Yeah. but people are really friendly here. <laughs> so if you, you know, are sitting on a street car and there's somebody sitting next to you, no one finds it weird. If you just strike up a conversation <laughs> with a person you've never met, that's normal. Yeah. that's awesome. Um, you know. I love that. <laughs> and if, if you're lost and ask a person, they will usually generally point you in the right direction. Oh, um, great. <laughs> if, you, if you just are like, I'm hungry, turn to someone and be like, hey, we're from out of town. Is there someone nearby you'd recommend us eat? Yeah. And they will probably tell you. Um, so, yeah, people are super friendly here. Don't be afraid to just talk to random strangers. I know that sounds like, didn't <laughs> you just tell us to be safe and careful? Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> People here are um, very friendly and um, generally very helpful. So um, when you come to the city, don't forget to experience the people because um, sometimes they're the most interesting parts.
0: (laughs) I love that so much. I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Amy. This has been amazing. And I'm glad that we spent like half of the interview talking about food. (laughs) That was perfect. (laughs)
3: I could probably give you another 20 minutes. Awesome. We'll (laughs) We'll let them
0: experience that on their own. (laughs) I was going to say, we'll do a part two um, all about the food. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much.
1: Thanks so much.
0: You're so welcome. Well,
1: awesome. Uh, We want to thank Amy Gomez for letting us interview her. Super
0: fun interview. We loved talking to her. Mm -hmm.
1: She's super fun to talk to. Like, if you ever get a chance to have a conversation with her, you should. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And um, like I said at the beginning, we are so excited to be able to talk about the city while we're here. It's been, we've had a great trip so far and we're excited for the next couple days. Um, If you have any questions for us um, about any past places we've talked about or suggestions for new episodes, um, if you're a local somewhere cool, we'd love to talk to you. Um, We're starting to do more episodes of places we haven't been and so we need your help we need some experts and some locals to tell us what the cool things about these cities are because the internet is only so good um we can do research all day but it's better it's, we like talking to you we like getting the the scoop from the people that know it so um you can send us an email at info at let's go or you can call us and leave a message um on our voicemail at 641- again we'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or if you've been anywhere cool Um, we'd love to talk to you about it yeah
1: reach out to us yep well that does it for this week's episode we're gonna go have uh, some more beignets
0: (laughs) and go on more walking tours (laughs) yeah
1: and we'll see you guys next week let's go lundbergs